The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, soap fans, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And this week, you'll all have the chance to be my special guest or co-host, if you prefer. That's right, I'm opening up the phone lines to an hour of your calls. So now you, the soap fans, can call in and talk about all of your favorite soaps. So please feel free to call in toll-free at 866-472-5788. In case you missed it, it's 866-472-5788. And if you're a little phone shy, you can always send an email to radio at soapcentral.com and put your questions there. And this week, there's also something new. You can tweet along with us on our new Twitter account at Soap Central Live. So head on over to Twitter and follow us there. And then you can tweet your comments, your questions, and other goodies. And I'll be checking the account during the show and answering your tweets live on the air. All of this technology is kind of crazy. Now, I know that many of you missed a chance to call in and talk about what's going on on your favorite soaps. So I'm going to try to have these fan shows a little more frequently. Please remember, though, that this isn't the place to be overly negative. We're all soap fans, so let's try to focus on some of the positive and talk about the things that we like. Of course, I do know that every soap has at least one or two things that can drive fans crazy. So that doesn't mean that we can't talk about those. Let's just maybe try to be nice about uh, what we don't like. Now, there's a lot of stuff that I know you guys want to talk about. We have some of the later news that's come out. It looks like Brandon Buddy really will be leaving One Life to Live, after all. You may remember a couple of months back, he supposedly had tweeted that he was leaving the show and not going to sign a contract. And then he posted a couple of days later that it wasn't him who'd said that he was leaving the show. It was a hacker. Uh, Some other news from General Hospital is that Leslie Charlson has been dropped to recurring status after 33 years with the show. That's... Maybe not the biggest surprise, but it doesn't mean that fans aren't disappointed about it. And then we still have all the other news from a couple of weeks ago to talk about. Uh, Drew Tyler Bell out at the Bold and the Beautiful, Michael Sutton returning his stone on General Hospital, Kim Zimmer going back to One Life to Live, and there are two big deaths coming up next week, one on All My Children and one on The Young and the Restless. Do you think you know who's going to meet their maker? We can talk about that. I'm certainly not going to tell you for sure who it is, even though I know. But uh, it doesn't mean that we can't have a little bit of fun talking about it. Later in the show, there will also be a special guest caller. And I'll also be asking you for some of your favorite ideas. ABC's been running the What If web series where they've put together two characters from some of their soaps that have 
never before appeared on screen. They're, of course, from different soaps. So I'm wondering if you guys would like to see two characters, maybe from different soaps that aren't just on ABC, come together in a what-if of your own, sort of a fantasy what-if. So while we figure out who's on the line here, we're going to take a quick break. Again, you can call in at 866-472-5788. The phone line is open. Uh, We're going to sort out who's there and who's first to talk to me. But before then, we're going to take a quick break. So we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, Soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and this being a live show, you never know what's going to happen. It appears we're having maybe a little issues with people trying to call through. I think there's so many of you that are trying to call in to be a part of the show that you may have made the phone lines go crazy. So if you are trying to call in, please keep calling in. It's 866-472-5788, and I will take your call as soon as we get everything figured out. In the meantime, what I'm going to do is fast forward a little bit. I'm sure soap fans are familiar with that term, and bring on my guest who is going to be on at the end of the show. So we'll do things a little differently. You'll remember that she was back on the show in March, our very first Soap Connection. That's when we learned that Tony nominee Orfe had one of her first big breaks on As the World Turns, and now she's on the verge of doing something pretty special. And I figured I'd have her on and give you a little Soap Central Live guest update. So take a listen. Let's actually let's try it again. Uh, Orfe, are you there? I'm right here. Perfect. How are you? It took me, um, by the way, a really long time to get in to touch with you today. So I don't know what's going on with your phone lines, but there's definitely an issue. <laughs> it's uh, you know I think that it's so rare that we get to do the soap fan call-ins that when I do open up the phone lines, everybody wants to get through at once, and uh, you know we can only get so many people in at, at one no, time. No, I know. I got nervous. I thought I'm not going to make it, and he's going <laughs> to think I didn't call in. <laughs> so. well, let's. You were back in March. I think you were on episode ooh six or seven or so. Yeah, it was a while ago, but it went by really fast, huh? It did. And now, coming up on Monday, the 30th, just a, a couple of days from now, you're going to be performing a one-woman show with some special guests at Feinstein's in New York. So yes. can you tell us a little bit about what fans can expect? There are still, I guess, a, a couple of tickets left. If people want to uh, get tickets, they can go to your website, orfe.com, and find out uh, you know, what they need to do to get the tickets. Absolutely. All the information's there. It's, it's really simple. And I, I was told, as of yesterday, uh, I was told there were a dozen really good seats left. Uh, so that's, that's, that's about all that's left, but so I would suggest people hurry. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing, I, it winds up averaging out to like every two years I wind up doing Feinstein's and it's, you know, it's a little bit pricey for my fan base, but they always make concessions for when I gig there, they lower the prices a great deal for me. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be a cheap evening for anyone. I don't want to give anyone the wrong idea. It's still expensive, but I think we're going to put on a really good show and hopefully it'll be worth all, you know, worth everybody's time and money. Uh, I'm, I've got a couple of special guest background vocalists slash, you know, lead vocalists with me and we're doing all pop covers of songs that, you know, we all love. We think the audience will love that we think the audience would be able to sing along to from the nineties and from this past decade. And, uh, I think it'll be fun for all, and I am, I'm doing one cut from my CD, and uh, I think it should be a lot of fun for everybody. I'm really looking forward to it. As someone who writes their own music and, and is used to doing a lot of original music, I'd imagine it's kind of fun to be able to pick and choose some of your favorite songs from the past and give them your own spin and perform them to people who also know the songs and, and love them. Well, I mean, that was the whole thing. I mean, once we were going through all the songs that we'd all come up with, like we each had favorites, and we each had songs that we were like, absolutely not. And there, there were songs, you know, because I don't have a huge band. Feinstein's is very small. 
so you can't put a whole, you know, six-piece, seven-piece, eight-piece, you can't even put four-piece band up there, really, with, you know, and be comfortable with, you know, some singers. So when we were coming up with our list, it was so, God, there's such a wealth of, you know, pop and R&B music to choose from that we realized, you know, we could probably do a night, an artist, like we could do a whole Michael Jackson night, we could do a whole Prince night, we could do a whole, you know, OJ's night, we could do a whole George Michael night, we could... We could just pick nights and just do an entire night of that person's catalog. You know, it's, it's, there's so many amazing songs, you know. So we had a really good time picking and choosing because you do get to have the freedom of, you know, not everybody knows my latest CD songs. Not everybody knows, you know, the show tunes I've sang, you know, and I didn't really right. want to do a Broadway night uh, this time. So we had a really good time picking and choosing, and it just got crazy. At some point, we were like up to 30 songs, and we're like, well, we only have 50 minutes. So we can only pare this down to ten. So we were fighting amongst ourselves to, you know, which were the best songs. I mean, it's we're cutting it so close that we might have to hold some lyrics at that point because we keep coming <laughs> up with new ideas. Well, speaking of, of having to pick and choose, if you can hang tight for a second, we're going to talk more about your upcoming show at Feinstein's, and people can, of course, get information in the meantime at Orfe.com. But it looks like the phone lines may or may not be getting uncrazy, so I want to take one caller who I know is there waiting for us before anything gets crazier. It is Maria from down in Florida, where I'd imagine the weather has got to be pretty nice. Maria, you're on Soap Central Live. It's not nice. It's hot. It's hot. Ooh. Oh, God, yeah. I just wonder, it's the first time I've ever called in. Can you ask any question that you want? Or? Um, well, it depends, but sure, why not? Let's, I'll answer. Well, I'm t- no, see, I'm a very avid uh, One Life to Live and All My Children person, okay. and I think I'm just so disappointed that you know, Dea, Taya Delgado is leaving the show. Or, and uh, I just wanted to know were there going to be any changes to that, or is she actually going to die? Or well, you know, for you, is Maria, is how long have you been watching the soaps? A long time, but I hate when the good ones go. Like, we got to get rid of all the rotten ones. Now you should know that anything is possible on the soaps, and sometimes even when someone appears to be dead, they may not be. So I mean, that could certainly maybe be the the case here with Taya, couldn't it? Oh, yeah, it could be, but I'm just real curious. Actually, I'm really very curious about what Greg's role is in with this thing with, uh, what's his name, Um, Elijah Clark. It's just real weird. I mean, you know, but what can you say? You almost would have to think that there's something going on, that he has something on it. I'm thinking that Greg was in prison or something. I don't know. It's just really weird. Do you have any thoughts? blackmailing him. Do you have any thoughts of what uh, what might be going on there, or do you just think it's a crazy story twist? No, I think what uh, one or two things. Well, since Elijah Clark has killed all these different, I, well, when I saw Ross today, I'm thinking he knows what's going on, and I, I obviously he wants to marry Blair for the money. Of course. But I feel really bad too, also because I watched the story with David yesterday. I feel really bad for what's happening to him. I finally, you know, it's just but. I, getting back to Greg, I think either he was in prison with Elijah or Elijah's got something on him. Well, since you know. are a One Life to Live fan, of course, there's a couple of news stories there, and then I want to also ask you something about All My Children. So oh, my God, with, yes. I've been one watching that since the day came on the air. Kim Zimmer is returning as Echo. Now, Echo was only on for maybe four or five months back in 1983, so there are a lot of fans who aren't completely familiar with her, but they do know Kim Zimmer, of course, as Reva on Guiding Light. Right. Uh, 
what are your thoughts on you know, a four-time Emmy nominee heading over to mix it up with not only Robin Strasser's Dorian and Erica Slezak's Vicky, but I mean, with pretty much everybody else? Sounds I'll like tell you be... something. And very honestly, anything that Kim Zimmer does, I like anything she does. She's a wonderful actress. Anything she does, she does. I, I used to be an avid, all my, I mean, Guiding Light fan also. But then, you know, I just go and work and everything. I, 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 but the biggest, this is one main show I did watch all since the first day I came on the air was All My Children. Okay. And, so. and to me, please, if y'all would please get rid of David. <laughs> well, I mean, you're talking about getting rid of someone. Uh, that gives me my good question for you. He there is me. going to be the death of a major character on All My Children in the upcoming week. Ooh. That's what I was just going to ask you. Any thoughts? It's not going to be David. That's too obvious. Well, I don't know. It may be because I also just read that they're also bringing on a new cardiac surgeon. So I don't know yet. And um, I don't know that I, I don't know that I want to see him die. I think I want to see him pay the price for everything that he's been doing, but also it's breaking my heart. I mean, the storyline with Angie, it's a wonderful storyline, but I, I would love to see her get, I, I hope she gets her sight back. I mean, you never know with the soaps, but I just don't, in my whole life, you really get to hate David because you, you don't realize that somebody could be that horrible. And everybody hates him, so if it would be David, certainly everybody would have a motive, but... Yeah, but maybe. then it would ruin the show. <laughs> but maybe it's going to be someone surprising, someone that we don't expect. Maybe someone who uh, doesn't want to make the no, commitment to commute, I think, right, from New York to California, I suppose. Maybe it's, uh, I mean, it could be Zach, for all we know. I don't know. I'm just making things uh, up. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know. I know that, um, you see, what you want is what you never get. Because, now, let me tell you how far back. I watched the soap. I watched it back when um, Mary Fickett played yes, the original Ruth. Ruth. That's how long ago, okay? And at the time, it was the, uh, what was his, Tad Gardner. Okay, so you I mean, his father, Ray. And you didn't, whatever happened, you didn't expect it. That was the last thing you expected to happen, but it was a very story, exciting storyline. I think they need to get him like they were before, get him as exciting as they used to be, so you want to come back and watch it. Some of the stuff is getting very dry, and I hate to see these two soaps go off the air. We've lost so many soaps. We really have, and we don't want to lose any more, but we do want to keep the surprise, so I'm certainly not going to tell you who dies on All My Children, but we'll talk more about it in the hour. Maria, I want to thank you for calling in. We do have to oh, take a quick thank break. Thank you very much. Oh, I appreciate your support, and I appreciate you calling in. That wasn't such a bad question. You don't have to worry about it. No, but you have a you have a good day. Thank you a lot. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live when we figure out uh, if all the phone lines are working quite properly. Again, eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. Stay tuned for more of Soap Central Live. <laughs> Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? 
For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question? A comment? Or you just want to dish, please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another one of those crazy editions of Soap Central Live. We are live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and we're still sorting out some of the phone lines with everybody trying to call in here. We spoke to Maria in the last segment who told us about her one life to live and all my children uh, interests, and we talked a little bit about who might die on all my children. So if you have a thought about that, you can certainly try to call in on our phone lines, or you can also tweet. We are now on Twitter, made the, uh, the cave and decided to go to Twitter, and it's soap Central Live. Don't forget that there's a double L in there. You can follow us there. There's a lot of people tweeting, asking about uh, Roger Howarth returning to One Life to Live, offering their ideas on their fantasy what-ifs. But while we get the phone lines detweaked, we still have Orfe on the line, who we were talking a little bit about her upcoming Feinstein show on Monday. She still, fortunately, is on the line, so we're going to bring her back for just a couple of seconds here. Orfe, welcome back. Hey, hey. So, we were talking about, of course, that you had been on As the World Turns as a, a, in a bit part uh, a while back. I have learned through your tweets <laughs> that you may or may not also know a little bit of something about One Life to Live. Not that you're necessarily uh, a rabid One Life to Live fan, but you surprised me. You knew about uh, that Vicky had oodles of personalities, and you even knew the Eterna storyline, which goes back before I was really a soap fan, so that's sort of surprising to me. Oh, well, you know, it, it was, it, 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 at some point or another, we've all 
been soap fans. So, you know, it's, it's those kinds of storylines that you go, did that really happen? Do I remember that being a storyline on that soap? And I just remember it being something that, you know, was on right after school and you just chill out before you went out for the, you know, rest of the day and did your thing after school. And I remember that being what was going on at the time. Well, I know that for a lot of people, they may end up watching a soap unwittingly when they're in the doctor's office. Yeah, no, or... absolutely. That's, that's kind of really how it would be. Yeah, and I'm trying to think, uh, the last time I went to have my car serviced, they actually have the ABC station on, and people who otherwise, at least in my head, who otherwise wouldn't watch soaps, you know, they're sitting there engrossed trying to figure out, well, you know, why is Erica Kane screaming? Uh, you know, why can't Angie see? Oh, is that really Brenda back on General Hospital? So right. I think there's a lot of ways to watch the soaps that, even if you're not a soap fan, it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't appeal to you. No, I mean, and, and, you know, there are some things that just kind of crossed over to the, you know, general public, just Erica Kane in general, that becomes, that became such a big deal for everybody, even people who didn't deliberately or non-deliberately watch soaps, you know what I'm saying? Some of those storylines and some of those characters became part of the zeitgeist, you know, so you kind of couldn't get away from it anyway. Uh, definitely. And for the folks out there, I'm getting some Twitter messages. If you are trying to get through, you can still try. It's 866-472-5788. And I also know that some of you guys are sending some emails, so I will read some of your emails in a second. But until then, I want to preview a little bit of what you might hear when Orfe does her show on Monday night. So if we have a little sound clip here ready to queue up, let's try to play that now. Okay, so it is going to be one of those days. It's not even Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th show went really well. Friday the 13th is always a good day. (laughs) And next week I'm thinking because of the holiday, uh, there's not going to be a lot of people around, so I'm thinking I may do a a best of. So I'm not entirely sure which show to play then. But we have oodles of people coming up in the weeks ahead. We have Bobby Eeks from All My Children. She'll be on to talk about some events that she's planning for the AMC Fan Club Weekend and also a benefit that some of the ABC soap stars are doing on the West Coast to benefit the Gay and Lesbian Center in Los Angeles. We also have from The Bold and the Beautiful, we have one of the show's producers who's coming on to talk about a book that he's written that is really kind of interesting. It merges reality television, the soaps, and the telenovelas, it's, it's really an interesting read. Uh, of course, in October, we have Denise Vassy and Cornelia Smith, Jr. from All My Children coming on. And it'll be really kind of interesting. And that actually is a good segue. We have another caller on the line who's able to get through. It's Sabrina from Pennsylvania. Sabrina, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello, Dan. How are you this evening? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Your ears must have perked up when I mentioned that all my children's Frankie and Randy are coming on to the show. Sure enough, you were somehow able to get through on the phone lines. Well, actually, I yes, my ears always perk up when I hear the lovely Denise Bosley and Cornelia Smith. But actually, I called because your show was um, intrigued. The title of the show intrigued me today. It was a fan-based call-in show. And I wanted to ask, Given everything that's going on in the soap genre today and the pressure that the soaps are under, 
under to stay on the air. We hear so much from fans about what the writers should do and what the producers should do and what they should change about the show. I wanted to get your perspective on what can the fans do to help the Gen Y stay on the air and thrive? You know, I think it's, it's really important to just support the shows. As I mentioned at the top when I was doing my introduction, you know, it's so easy to find that one or two things that you don't like that bothers you that you want to talk about and harp about. But, you know, we keep tuning in because there's stuff that we like. I think that we have to maybe be patient which doesn't necessarily mean that we have to tolerate everything that, that we see, especially if it's maybe rewriting history or if characters are all of a sudden doing something that they, they shouldn't do. But I think really for soap fans it's about focusing on the positive. I think that we do lose that, particularly with the Internet and the ability to be out there within a millisecond and type anything that we want. Uh, you know, certainly not tuning into a show doesn't help. Uh, I think that anything, even supporting these ABC what-ifs, it shows that people are interested in the genre. Uh, tune into the show as often as you can, whether it means if you can't watch it live, because let's face it, so many people are at work now during the days. Uh, so that's always an option to watch it on SoapNet, while SoapNet's still on the air, if your, your show airs there. But I think every soap now airs online. You can watch Days of Our Lives on NBC.com. You can watch All My Children, One Life to Live in General Hospital on ABC.com. The Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful are on CBS.com. I think As the World Turns is, is still there as well. And there's even other websites. You know, don't watch the shows on YouTube. Uh, that's a good way not to be counted. If you're watching the shows on YouTube at, uh, or anywhere else unofficial, you're not being counted. There's not an, a measured advertising. The show isn't getting any money for that. So if you're watching your shows in a way that is sneaky, you're not really helping to keep your favorite show on the air. Uh, you know, even going to SoapCentral.com and reading recaps actually helps. It doesn't help in terms of viewership, but if you're keeping up to date with your show that you can tune in and, and support it and watch it when you have time, you know, that, that's certainly better than saying forget it and, and tuning out altogether. Now for you, how often do you find that you're able to watch your soaps? I try to watch every day, whether I like what's playing, to your point, whether I like what's playing or not. Um, generally, it's SoapNet. However, because I do travel um, quite frequently, I, I watch it on ABC.com when I don't catch SoapNet. So I, I guess I do need to ask you, you did call, and you've been, I want to say you were on our very first fan show a while, while back. Uh, I do know that you watch All My Children, but do you watch any other shows? I watch all of the ABC soaps, All My Children, One Life to Live, General Hospital. And because I, um, when I do watch soap, then I usually catch the last half hour of Young and the Restless. Oh, so you're able to... That's interesting. Now, was the Young and the Restless something that you watched before, or did you start watching it because of its, you know, its proximity on the, on the schedule on SoapNet? Well, I, watched, I really started watching Young and the Restless when it was Drusilla and Neil were a very large portion of the show when they were kind of on front burner yeah. status and... The Winters family wasn't just a token on the show. It was an integral part of Genoa City. So I watched it quite a bit then. As their storyline tailed off and characters started to change and et cetera, I, was, it, I didn't stay with it as much as I wish I had, but no. Okay. Now, in the last segment when we talked to Maria from Florida, uh, we talked a little bit about there's a death 
coming up on All My Children, and it's said to be, it isn't just said to be, it will be a major character. Any thoughts on who you think it might be? And I'm not going to tell you if you're right, but I'll play along. I thought, you know, just based on how the show is being written, I'm thinking, if it's okay, is it everything in Pine Valley, including the weather, is blamed on David Hayward? You know, you know my thoughts about David Hayward. So everything's blamed on David. And it's not beyond David to fake his own death um, and be pulling the strings from, the, from wherever, wherever everyone else will think he's in the netherworld. So that's a possibility. However, I'm wondering if it's going to be a character that's really not on canvas every day right now, but a, can- a character like uh, Adam, who we watched leave the show a few months ago. Hmm. If he staggers back into Pine Valley and he has a heart attack or whatever, and he hears, you know, Annie married Scott, he's upset, he comes back to Pine Valley or he hears that Caleb's in town making a play for Chandler Enterprises and has a heart attack, I can certainly see how that will spin the... Um, the pending business war between Caleb and Jr., as well as Scott and Jr. for control of Chandler Enterprises. That's a good point. It's, do you think that the show would be sneaky enough to make it the major character a character who maybe hasn't been seen in a while? Yes, I do. Well, one of the things about all my children, I do like some of the changes that have been going on with the show. Um, and one of the changes is All My Children tends to be one of the smaller cast of, of the soap operas, and they've been adding new characters, which is well, which is needed. But at, that same, at the same time, they don't have a cast large enough to start killing major characters. That's why I wonder, you know, everyone is quick to say nobody likes David, let's kill him off. But nobody I don't think like... he'll be killed off, he'll be faking his death. Well, I mean, you have to look at even before when David first came back, I, I want to say it's maybe a year ago, it seemed like it would have been really easy to kill him off then, too, because nobody liked him. Nobody ever likes David. They don't stop David. So, I mean, That's it's, the beauty of David Hayward. So I, I kind of I want to rule that out in my head and think, okay, that would be the easy way to go. Why not, you know, go for somebody completely unexpected, maybe someone who didn't want to make the move full-time to Los Angeles, and that... There's a lot of people who commute. Of course, Vincent Irizarry, who plays David Hayward, is one of them. But you know, I don't think that Susan Lucci is fully relocated. You know, could they ever kill off Erica Kane? Uh, there's a couple others. I don't think Debbie Morgan has uh, completely relocated to the West Coast. Would they kill off Angie? Uh, you know, sort of or a lot of things. Yeah, I think it's Darnell of the ones who haven't. There's only Darnell, Debbie, Vincent, and Susie, Susan, from my knowledge, are the only ones that are, have not relocated. I think Walt Willie is think, still in New Mexico, uh, right. which is closer, but you know, not necessarily right next door. So, I mean, that's always possible, too. And, of course, you know, like you mentioned, David Canary, who played Adam, and, of course, Stuart before, that's always a possibility, too. Yeah, because he's, not a, he's still officially a part of the show, because we just know that he went off to with Brooke. We, you know, it's not, we know that's what the fans have seen. I don't think, and I would hope all my children would not kill off Susan Lucci. That, that would just kind of be a nail in the coffin right now. I don't think the show's in a position right now to lose an iconic character like Erica Kane. Yeah, I don't think so either. But since we're talking about iconic characters, uh, you did mention that you also watched the entire ABC lineup. What about the return of Brenda Barrett? Vanessa Marcel Giovanazzo is back. I'm curious what you thought. Some people are saying that maybe the return was a little overhyped. Well, I don't know if it was necessarily overhyped as well as I see it still extended. Um, she has returned to 
the show, she's returned to ABC. I don't necessarily see that she's returned to um, Port Charles because she's not in Port Charles. She's well, still in Rome. And I, I reviewed Brenda Fan, loved her with um, Sonny, loved her with Jax. I thought she was hilarious with Jason. To me, that was, you know, one of my favorite pairings with her and Jason because of the snarkiness between the two. But when I got excited about Brenda coming back, I didn't get excited of watching her in Rome with Murphy. Who, who cares who Murphy is? I want her in Port Charles interacting with Jax and Sonny and Carly and Sam and et cetera. And well, once that happens, I'll be able to say whether the return was exciting or not. Okay. Well, let's, let's take care of the other ABC soap that's on the dial that we didn't talk about so far, One Life to Live. We talked earlier with the other caller about Kim Zimmer returning to One Life to Live. Not maybe really a return. I mean, she was there before, but it was only for six months or so. So this is a big deal that you have another four-time Emmy winner signing aboard to One Life to Live. Any thoughts on that one? I think that One Life to Live right now is probably one of the more underrated soaps. They have um, they've had some very solid written storylines. Um, I'm very, very impressed with the storyline of uh, that Teo Delgado has right now. And having a an actress like Kim Zimmer join the cast can only do wonders for One Life to Live. I mean, it's going to continue to do better. They have some solid talent on the show as well. I'm just wait, hoping that she gets... Um, writing that supports her talent, and we get to see something great from her. But I think she can deliver it if it's written well. And before we let you go, and before we get up to the next uh, break here and uh, see if we can have more callers on the phone lines, again, it's 866-472-5788. We apologize for any difficulties that we're having. Uh, you did mention The Young and the Restless. Now, The Young and the Restless 2 this coming week is going to be knocking off a big-name character. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not going to be, you know, the maid or the bartender. It's a character that's been on the air and is a, a considered a major character. I'm curious, do you have enough YNR knowledge now to be able to say who you think that might be? Um, I don't know who I... I, I, don't, I don't think I know who it might be. I know who I want it to be. <laughs> okay, that's um, just good. <laughs> who do you think it's going <laughs> to be? Who do you want it to be, rather? I would like to be Malcolm. And his, I don't even know his girlfriend's name. That's just how, how much that couple has impressed me. Um, I, it's just, the recast is just not flowing for me. I tried, but it's just not happening. Have there ever been any other recasts that haven't worked for you on any of the soaps that you watch? Um, let me think. Who hasn't worked? You know, for the most part, I'm pretty flexible. they I've not had issue. I mean, they've recast several of my faves over the years, and it's taken me time to get used to them. Like, Beyonce, Eve Regal was always a favorite of mine, but the young woman is playing her now. Christina Lynn has already won my heart. I think she's doing a fabulous job. Um, Sarah, Miguel, Sarah Michelle Geller was always a favorite of mine. Right. Um, it took me a long time to warm up to Alicia Minshaw, and I'm still getting there, but I see her as Kendall. Yeah, um, and I, I would want her off the show. I would want less airtime, but not her off the show. Um, but I don't. But with um, Jamal and the young woman that plays his his love interest, I just can't get warmed up to, for them to anything. I don't think it's it's necessarily wanting Shamar back in the role. I just don't see him as Malcolm. You're not the only one to have uh, expressed that. I think that it's. It's been stated all over the Internet, but, you know, it, 
anything, all of the roles that you mentioned, uh, and I have some in my head of my own. I think it's well known that I never thought that anyone else could take over the role of Janet on All My Children when you had Kate Collins originate the role and they brought in Robin Matson. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't think that would work, and it, I ended up enjoying it. So yeah. it wasn't such, uh, you know, I gave the person a chance. I don't know if now maybe fans aren't giving newcomers a, as much of a chance, but, you know, it, it's got to be hard for anyone to take over a role that is, you know, already established, not one that's, you know, maybe two or three months old. That's not really the same thing, but something that's been around for a while. It can't really be all that easy. So, you know, I, I give, uh, you know, my my round of applause to anyone who's able to do it, but I, I, sometimes it just it doesn't work with the fans if they try to change the character too much. Well, I think that well, what I've noticed for myself is with the you mentioned the internet with the ad, the advent of the internet and fans being able to give immediate anonymous feedback, it does seem like we are less patient, more demanding. Um, before that, you would see new characters, well, new actors come on, and they'd be in role trying to make the character their own. And that might go on for six or eight months before the show made a decision that it was working or not working. I agree. And now with the advent of, you know, online everything, the new actor comes on, they're in the role for two to three months, they're getting huge feedback, it's all negative, it's lots of criticism, and the show pulls the plug immediately before they give them time to really own the role. Well, speaking of giving time, uh, we are at a break. I want to thank you so much for calling in, for being able to get through on the lines. And no hopefully, problem. always enjoy your show, and of course, looking forward to October first. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we'll have more about that as it comes up. But thank you so much. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just a few minutes. <laughs> Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. 
For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the last edition of Soap Central Live for August. It's not the last episode ever. Uh, I have the sound clip, the sound file that we were trying to uh, play a little earlier. So if you give this a listen, this is some of what you're going to hear Monday at Einstein's. Listen to this. Been down this road before, but how can I be sure things will work out right? songs that you're going to hear, possibly, Monday night at Feinstein's. We'll bring Orfe back for a quick word again, just to let everybody know how they can get tickets to the event. Orfe, are you still there with us? I am indeed. <laughs> so that's maybe one of the songs that folks will hear. That is a very strong maybe. <laughs> uh, a strong maybe. That's, that's always a, a good thing. strong maybe. So uh, before we run out of time, because there is, uh, we can maybe get to another caller, uh, information. You get to those callers. It took me an hour to get in. <laughs> There's some people who are trying to figure out exactly how they can get tickets. So if you can give me, give them the information, it would be great. Well, they can uh, certainly go to www.orfe.com. Uh, O-R-F is in Frank E-H, and all the info is there. And they can also call Feinstein's uh, reservation hotline directly. It's two one two three three nine four zero. Again, that's 212-339-4045. And like I said, there are about a dozen tickets left that aren't super psychotically expensive. Uh, and uh, they should get them as soon as possible because the show's Monday. At 8.30? At 8.30 p.m. It runs an hour, so it's really quick and fun, and we're going to have a really good time. Will you be doing requests? Uh, no, we can't do requests. <laughs> my, it, that would drive my musical director completely insane. <laughs> If it were up to me, I would, but yeah, he's not really much for, you know, spontaneous, uh, unrehearsed things. He makes us rehearse a lot. Neither am I, but (laughs) this show proves every week that you never know what's going to happen. That's true. Thank you for being able to get through. We were going to originally have you on here at the end, but since you were the only one who could get through. (laughs) Well, well, and listen, it wasn't so easy, believe me. 
Well, thank you so much again. We'll have more information about your show on SoapCentral.com. Folks can check it out there or, of course, at Orfe.com. Yes, thank you so much for having me on again. Oh, you're welcome. We'll see you back in another uh, eight shows or whatever. All right, good. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, bye. We're now going to go across the river. We have a caller from New Jersey, and it's Navelle. Navelle, welcome to Soap Central Live. Well, how are you, sir? I'm good. Uh, How about yourself? I'm I'm doing very well. It's my uh, the first time calling into your show here. This is great. I love it. We love awesome. first time callers. So we have to. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on the time here just to make sure that we don't end up getting cut off. But let's start oh, off please. with uh, what was the first soap that you watched, and what was your uh, you know what was your introduction to it. <laughs> uh, the first soap I ever watched was uh, As the World Turns. Uh, of course, we're saying goodbye to the show in less than a month uh, on the 17th of September. And what was what did I get drawn to by it? You're going to laugh. Uh, I actually got into it because of the opening sequence at the time. Uh-huh. Remember, I was, it was 1990, five years old, and you're basically watching it an opening sequence of a globe swirling across your screen, blue beams just like splashing right out of the logo, and that's pretty much what got me into that show. So ever since uh-huh. that point, I was hooked. That's it. That's all it took. I'm still not over the fact of we talked about the age there. Ugh, I was 300 in 1990 or whatever year that was. It's one of those things. I'm Methuselah over here on the other side. So I hope I look like that when I'm 300, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, I think. We were talking about two of the big pressing things that are coming up on next week's soaps, one on All My Children, one on The Young and the Restless, two big deaths. And uh, I'm not letting anyone know exactly who it is, but I'm certainly entertaining the uh, thoughts. So let's start with The Young and the Restless. Any idea, any personal thoughts about who might get knocked off? Is it safe to say? I, I mean, I know who it is. Then let's not mention it. How about all my children? Um, okay, that one, I don't know. And that's a good guess. Um, because I don't know if I should pick anybody who's still on the screen right now or somebody who's, or a few people that are away on vacation. I don't know. That's exactly the point. It's, it's, it is a major character, but they're not necessarily saying that it's somebody who's on canvas at, the, at this exact moment. I want to say Ryan, though. I kind of think it's Ryan. With all the problems that he's been having uh, within the past several weeks when he had, like, just collapsed, he's been in the hospital. I want to say it's Ryan, but I don't know. That's kind of tough. That would be an interesting... uh, It's actually an interesting thought since uh, Cameron Matheson is doing a whole bunch of stuff, I guess, for Good Morning America. He's doing some other primetime stuff, uh, Mm -hmm. like some of the entertainment magazine types of shows. You know, maybe he needs a, a, a... Break. He needs a break. Certainly, who's to say that he's really going to die? If it was his character, who's to say that he was really going to die? He might, you know, something might happen to where he might be away for a few months, maybe for vacation or something, some time off. It could be easily he could easily be brought back. This is a soap, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying. But it could also be something that that no one has really suggested. It could also be one of the newer characters that was brought in by the last head writer. You know, when new writers come in, they have a tendency to sort of ditch characters that aren't working for them. You know, so it could be any of a number of the newer characters. You have, uh, you know, Marissa, you have Scott, who no longer really has anybody on screen as a connection. Uh, That could certainly set up some interesting storylines, I'd guess. 
You wouldn't think of Damon as a as a, a major character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Well>, I <laughs> mean, it's, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think any of the new characters that the new writers have brought, I think, are pretty much safe. Uh, I, I maybe Damon was brought in by Pratt. I can't remember. Uh, it was what about, okay. What about Angie? Angie. I thought about that too. You know that maybe some whatever is going on with her uh, to make her lose her vision. That maybe her vision it, and the spread. baby, the whole thing with the baby. Yeah, I don't mm. know. I mean, she's not far along uh, enough along in her pregnancy that they would have to do the, you know, choose. Will it be your baby or yourself? They're not that far along that they could pull that off. Uh, you know, but they've done some other crazy things with babies on all my children. So who's to say? Let's not get into that one. <laughs> and let me see. I'm looking at the time here. We have maybe two or three minutes. I'll give you a quick. It'll be a, a fire, a fast okay. fire, whatever they call it, rapid fire round. <laughs> rapid <laughs> fire question. Your, yes, your go quick ahead. Thoughts. Uh, Drew Tyler Bell out at the Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, Thomas recast. <laughs> Was it necessary? I mean, seriously, the the guy wasn't really doing much of anything anyway. So why did they have to recast him? Michael Sutton, back as Stone on General Hospital. Love it. Should have been back years ago. Leslie Charleston. Leslie Charleston dropped to recurring on General Hospital. It took this long to put her on recurring status. I thought that was going to happen years ago. Brandon Buddy leaving uh, One Life to Live, apparently for real this time. We speculated. We thought that tweet was true when it came out in the beginning, and now the fact that it, it basically is leaving for real this time doesn't really shock me. And uh, the possible return of Roger Howarth to One Life to Live, but maybe not necessarily as Todd. Why? <laughs> that wasn't the answer. I why? Have. I mean, really, why is that necessary? I mean, I think, I mean, I loved Howarth as, as Todd, but Trevor St. John has secured the role as his own, and there's no reason for Howard to come back in a new role at this point for ratings. It's not necessary. It's not needed. I think that's a really good point. Uh, we are almost out of time, so I want to thank you for calling into the show. Absolutely. For being a first-time caller. Yes. And hopefully we'll hear from you again. I hope so. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Well, that brings us to the close of another edition of Soap Central Live. It has been a very crazy addition, but that's what live radio is. You never know quite what to expect. As I mentioned earlier in the hour, there's a lot of guests coming up. Next week, I think because of the Labor Day holiday, we'll be taking uh, an encore episode of Soap Central Live. So if you have a favorite episode from the past, please feel free to email in or Twitter in and let us know what your favorite episode was. And you know, if the, the most votes come in, we'll air that show for you again Next week, of course, you can listen to every show whenever you want at SoapCentral.com slash radio. Until then, I'll be back next week or the week after. You never know with me for another edition of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live.
on the Voice America Variety Channel.